I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. Wow. We're here in the chill zone. Uh, my name's Scott, here with Rye. How you doing? This week we're also joined by friend of the show, Dan. What up? I'm back. He's back. And it's Friday the 13th, things are getting spooky down here in the chill zone. We got a new table, it's all happening. What do you think of the new table? I think it's crisp, fresh. I'm scared to even like move around too much. It's looking looks sturdy. Very nice. It looks like it's, it's really. It's, uh, the thing I like about this table, <laughs> as opposed to the last one, is this one is screwed to the base. I used this. I actually, my the guy who built my gyms did this table, and he put a hole in it for the wires. Are you telling me this is a custom this is job? A custom table. This is a custom table. Wow. That's fucking dope as fuck. Yeah, I need to start getting custom tables. How did you maybe. get it on? Did you get the legs on first? We, yeah, flipped well, it. I then... took the glass top out myself, and then I we flipped it, and the bottom is a base from like a the, my the last table was from a crate and barrel, CB two. Ooh. And so we took the glass, got rid of it, and then screwed the bronze base to the wood with the table upside down, and then we flipped it back over. The spooky table. Did you buy this table from Channing Tatum's character from Magic Mike? <laughs> <laughs> who, who moonlights as a table maker in that series? What a stupid subplot. <laughs> and also, he makes tables. I thought it was sick and made, tables! Him, made him relatable. But I mean, it's whatever. I didn't even see that movie. I don't even know what you're talking about. I loved both of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, mostly because of the men. <laughs> and the could've dancing. Could have used more dick. Yeah, no doubt. I've said before, I think it's funny how the second Magic Mike movie has no conflict whatsoever. Zero. It might be the only movie ever made that just there's nothing for them to overcome. They just dance the whole movie <laughs> and then it ends. Mm. There isn't even like a bad guy that they have to dance against. Nothing. It's a masterpiece. I'd say flawless movie. Yes. Um, are you thinking about Jason on this here Friday the 13th? Go, Jason, go! Buddy. <laughs> um, I'm always thinking of various Parsons movie characters. Mm. I think it's time Jason apologized for his actions once and for all. I own all of the Friday the 13th movies. I bought them in a bundle on iTunes, mm -hmm. and I don't think I've ever even watched half of them. I mean, some of them are pretty good. I'm a big fan of six and seven, mm. which is kind of fucked up. I'm a fan of Freddy's New Nightmare oh. while we're in the like horror universe. That is like the really meta one. That's the one everyone hates. That Wes Craven came back for in the 90s before making all the Scream movies. Um, I can't even remember it. I saw it forever ago. Freddy vs. Jason. I love Freddy vs. Jason. I think that's, that's the only one I've ever seen. I'm too afraid of those types of things. <laughs> go, Jason, go. They are very scary. Especially when they team up. It's like, this is too much for you get to see this some group jugs to take on. in the beginning. Too scary. Oh, yeah. And then and in it. the middle and end. Fucking. Fucking. It's like that weird, like, caterpillar one in that. Like oh, yeah. It becomes like a bug when they're on drugs. 
Yeah, that character's like Jay from it's Jay like and Silent Bob, but fucking <laughs> dope new metal rock music. Hey, dude, like Lincoln Park. We were listening to that on the way over. We That's pretty sick. What song? Hard. Um, the I tried so hard and got so far one. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I was informing Dan that that's a friend of the show Parsons' yearbook quote. <laughs> hey, Sean, that's a song about suicide <laughs> from a guy who actually committed suicide. Yes. You were just fat. <laughs> what? So what? You're good now, though. You lost the, you lost the weight. Speaking of uh, being fat and then losing the weight, Elvis's mm. daughter, uh, Lisa Marie Presley, uh, had a heart attack yesterday. And, and she is dead. Dazzling segue. <laughs> oh, oh, I know you're dead, Mama. Oh, Austin oh. Butler's here. How are you doing there, Hoops? I'm good, Elvis. Oh, <laughs> oh. it sounds more like Rodney Dangerfield. I realize <laughs> I can't do an Elvis impression at uh, all. I can't get no respect, baby. Oh, well. Goddamn. Austin Butler did the Elvis voice in his Golden Globe speech, and everybody thinks that's fucking weird, and I, he, he said he couldn't stop doing it. Yeah, he, um, I did see a clip where... He does seem to just still be doing the Elvis voice. What's up with that? Yeah. Isn't he British? He's what? <laughs> what? I can't believe Tom Hanks didn't win for that <laughs> fat suit performance. Tom Hanks? What's the Tom hell Hanks are you stunk talking about? <laughs> it's fucking insane. Oh, I'm so Elvis. Does anybody on earth want to see the man called Otto? No. I want to see the man called Otto from The Simpsons, like you were saying earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got hey. my own movie. <laughs> oh, Homer, get in the bus, buddy. <laughs> I did auto for like 20 minutes on one of our older episodes, and then I couldn't talk the next that day. That was pretty was good, like, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're, right. you're right in the pocket. Yeah, there. you're in there. Hey, it's me, Otto, listening to Elvis. <laughs> it yeah. really just sort of sounds like uh, Scorch. Like, weird news. <laughs> I do like the idea of Austin Butler just committing to being Elvis for the rest of his career. How do you think fun. he feels about Jacob E. Lordy stepping in that um, Sophia? Is it Sophia Coppola Elvis movie, or it's a movie about Priscilla Presley with featuring oh. Jacob E. Lordy as Elvis? That oh. sounds right. <coughs> oh my god! I'm so Elvis. I'm so I'm gonna sweep every I'm, award show. I'm so Elvis's wife. Because I trotted out there, I danced around, and I was Elvis. Who, God damn it. who else want to go? Want to just do Golden Globes real quick? Do you sure. have any of it written down? I actually, I took pictures of uh, all you the might. big cats. Gerard Carmichael was the host, correct? Mm. Yes. He made a joke about, I guess, something to do with Whitney Houston's death, and people got upset. He made a joke about that woman who was the head of Scientology's wife who disappeared. And Shelley Miscavige. Yes. Yeah, he worked that in with the Cruise joke, though. So I'm going to say not funny. <laughs> yeah, leave Tom Cruise alone. He's leave Tom out of this. He's keeping the movies alive, even though he's probably a Scientology. Right. One of the last maniac. living movie stars. Top let's, Gun. Let's not make fun of him. That yeah. movie's unreal. Only yeah. movie you watched all year. That <laughs> bullet much, train. <laughs> pretty much all I had on my docket. You had the appropriate reaction to Top Gun Maverick. Oh my was, god! It was like the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know how you could watch that movie and have anything less than just it was like, so holy sick. shit! Are you saying this? I turned to Scott. I go, did Ank like this one? He better have liked this no, one. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I put it on my top ten. I couldn't shit figure rocks. out why it was so far towards the end of the top ten, but there was like this was a pretty good year for movies. I want to shit on it, but there was like seven or eight movies that I was like, okay, these are all great. Yeah, you realize that when you do a top 10, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh shit, I don't have room for all these. Well, it's also hard to stuff. think about the fact that Red Rocket was in January of 2022, so like that was a full year ago when I watched that movie. Yeah. 
You always forget about the January ones. Yeah. Are the Golden Go- Globes like a good one or is the no. Academy Awards the one you want? They're the one. The Golden or, Globes like barely exist and are considered a joke. Or an MTV Movie Award. Yeah. How about that? They're like at that level now. <laughs> they were broadcast on a Tuesday. They were like, I feel like even they're embarrassed that it's happening. Also, the whole, the people who run it are like, someone got canceled. There's like, it's a mess in every way it could be. Well, they were getting in a lot of trouble, the whole Golden Globes racist hashtag on Twitter, because Mm -hmm. everybody was saying like, not only are there no black people in the Academy, it's not the Academy of Arts and Sciences, whatever, the Hollywood Reporter or whatever, whatever organization that runs the Globes. I can't, I'm drawing a blank, but there were no black people a part of it which sure. means there's no black people voting on the fucking awards, right? Although it's a it's a people's choice kind of a thing, right? Th- is that how it goes? They pick the nominees and then the people vote on it? They Not this one. This is like the Oscars where they have like a, a team okay. of old fogies. Who, and the old fogies were all white and people got mad about that. That's yeah. what it was. And then everybody was sort of like, a lot of black people were like, I'm not going. That's the joke Gerard Carmichael made is because Tom Cruise returned his, uh, his Golden Globes that really? he, once he realized there were no black people involved, yeah. Black guys would have liked Top Gun, too. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> for everybody. It's true. Go down the South Bay Mall, they're all just shouting and hollering. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But yeah, they, uh, I mean, Best Motion Picture Drama went to The Fablemans, the Stevie Spielberg semi-autobiographical tale that I saw and nobody else did. You haven't seen that. No, yet, I'm you? good. You said that was bad. No, it was good. I liked it. The Fablemans. It kind of fell apart Hello. towards the end, but may I ask, what did you like about it? <laughs> I mean, it's a movie about movies and Something... Seth Rogen. Yeah, easy. <laughs> the <Seth>. movies. <laughs> My son. Was that your number <laughs> yes. one? Gonna become a director. Avatar was your number. No, uh, Maverick was my number one. Yeah. And Nope and Banshees of Inishirin. I gotta see, I I gotta finish Banshees. I think it's a rule. Like, people liked it way too much for me to just like watch the first 10 minutes and give up on it. It's a piece of work. Is it really? I love it. No doubt, no doubt. Everybody's saying, I've never heard anyone say a single bad thing about it. It is weird. It won Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, which everyone thinks is weird because it's not really a comedy. It's very much a drama that like has some jokes in it. Do you think that they just put it in that category because In Bruges and uh, Seven Psychopaths are both comedies and that's yeah. kind of that leaning of the director? That's or? also why the Golden Globes are a joke because they can very much be bought. Like that right. that movie, The Tourist, with Angelina yeah, Jolie yeah, yeah, and John yeah. Depp yeah, yeah, got yeah. nominated for awards and it's like the most forgettable, shitty Pile turkey. of shit, yeah. I can't imagine the pageantry and all that is attractive to a younger generation where exactly. this is going to last like past the next decade. Yeah, like it's very lame. I feel like no one cares like, about Like any idea of an award show is gay. <laughs> you know yeah, what Sam, I mean? Yeah, like <laughs> them like shutting off a TikTok of the highlights. Yeah. They're like even this is just I think people myself included have less patience than ever. Oh, yeah. And something like a four-hour award show with about 100 commercials throughout, Mm. long, drawn-out speeches, categories of awards you've never even fucking heard of, or movies you've never even heard of. It's just, to me, that's a lot to settle in for. And the Oscars used to be something that was, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about why the Oscars are not that good anymore. Yeah, There's a lot of reasons. They're becoming a joke, too. Like, last year, Coda won Best Picture. Right. 
No one even remembers that movie happening. Mm -hmm. I didn't think Coda was terrible, but it was whatever. You know, it's 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 a movie like Green Book where you watch it, you go, okay, and then you walk out of it, you forget it exists. It wins an award a few months later, and you go, oh, weird, and then you just it's never spoken about ever again. Yeah, it's where was the slap? Where did that occur? At the Oscars last year. Okay. Wow, that was a year ago. I know, right? (laughs) It really does. And your boy, Kevin Costner, did take home Best Performance by an Actor in a TV Series Drama for the series Yellowstone. I've given up on it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, this my, season's so bad. Yeah, I'm sure your dad has been out. not a fan. Big uh, Bill is not in. I know, but they're losing. He's a Tulsa King guy, though. Tulsa King's great. <laughs> Tulsa King is the show of the moment. Best show on TV. I think my dad's getting into weed because of this show. <laughs> yeah, he's seeing, like, it's possible to... He's like, the rock's in, I'm in. <laughs> if Stallone... Or Rocky, not the rock. If Stallone can fucking smoke weed and be a gangster... Uh, him and like hey do you guys have any more of that like weed jelly (laughs) do you have any (laughs) do you have any solves there are there's a time and a place for good dumb guy tv and tulsa king on a sunday afternoon is just perfection to me just like just i sit there i relax i just there's no heavy lifting if you forget what happened in the previous episode they'll remind you (laughs) with very not even like in the recap like throughout the show, they'll be like, like he like beat that one dude up and then his daughter mentions it. And my memory was not fuzzy on it at all, but they showed just a clip of it anyway. Yeah. It's just very much, they do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, they're like, we're not trying to be all artsy over here. Like, here's what's going on. Here's, <laughs> here's the cliff notes. The character development is just shoved right in. There's no build, nothing. Just day one, he's beating people up and it never slows it. down. Yeah. Whereas with Yellowstone, they're trying to weave a fabric of storyline that is just non-existent and not something that even feels like it fucking matters because they're putting shit into it with various political entities and it's just, the season's awful. They're trying to be Cowboy yeah. Sopranos. Oh, Pretty shit. Pretty much, yeah. That probably is what they're going for. Someone probably like was like, you guys are Cowboy <clears throat> Sopranos and now they're like, we're going to write it super... yeah. Intense. And this is when they need to be good. They have all these <clears throat> spinoffs. They have a new 1923. Harrison Ford's playing like the guy who invented Yellowstone initially or whatever the fuck's going on on this series. I only watched the first episode of 1923 and a couple of people have told me that it gets better, mm. but I was pretty bored. I don't really like, it's hard for me to be sold on any period piece just because I, to me, like once again, inst- I need that instant gratification that like, I feel like it's slow or something. I don't even know how to describe what I don't like about it. It just doesn't work for me. That's fair. I like a nice period piece. Banshee's been a Sheeran. Great period piece. You would probably have an easier time getting through 1923 than I did. Mm. You're more, uh, you have more of patience with things. I like If you don't hook me within the first few minutes, unless I have my wife like hand holding me through it, mm. I'm just going to give up. And she's big into the reading now anyway. So if a show isn't great right away, she's like, I'll just read my book. You can watch whatever you want. And then I'm like, Reservoir Dogs again. Hmm. And also this, I know the show has like cowboys and Mm. guns sometimes, but I feel like it's not action heavy. No. Like the episodes of Yellowstone I saw, I was waiting for like a cool shootout on horses. It takes almost a full season for Yellowstone to really take off, I think. That's unacceptable. Yeah. I'm not going to watch a full season of anything, waiting for anything to take off. 
I, too much. Yeah, I don't. I'm tired of the. Oh, you just got to hang in there for another 16 episodes, and then it gets good. Recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Game of Thrones is to me. A lot of people probably would disagree. But Game of Thrones took a while to really heat up. Like I wasn't hooked on Game of Thrones until like the third fucking season. So boring. There's and it's one of the most well done shows in history. Like I'm not going to try to take that away. But to me, it's to really like I was obsessed with it by the end. Mm. I didn't yeah, even hate. That, I didn't even hate the ending based on uh, compared to how much other people hated it. It fell off. They just cut to black, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll never know if Jon Snow finished his uh, yeah, onion rings. I was workshopping some bad joke with that, too. I couldn't do it. Zen. Um, but also, just Golden Globes-wise, right. did you finish that show Blackbird? With I did. Okay. It was great. Paul Walter Hauser won for that show. Best uh, Well-deserved. Best performance supporting. He's a friend of the show. Mm, I would have given Taron Eckerson something as well. Yeah, he was good. So good. He got all juiced. It looks awesome, yeah. Good for I, him. I got to finish that show and Severance and other every other Apple TV show that I just You just let Apple TV linger. You don't you always forget it exists, I think. I do. It's I don't know, something about it is just very forgettable. You I still haven't even caught up on the morning show. Yeah, I know, right? I keep meaning to do that, and it's going to happen one of these years. I, I think you would I look serious. <laughs> I think I need some more sarcastic. You kind of you kind of are serious though because I think you Fuck. you would really like it. I mean, I probably would. It's Take, just Is that Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you enjoy what was that show with Jeff Bridges that's now a Newsroom? I watched so it was fine. It was whatever. I was going to say, this show is what Newsroom thought it was mm. in like the best way possible. Okay. Super just engaging, awesome dialogue. Saren, Saren, Aaron Sorkin dialogue in the Newsroom reads like a fucking stage play and the morning show reads like what it would be like working on a fucking morning show. Okay. It's it's fantastic. I know you're a big Crudup guy. I am. He's putting in work. Billy Crudup's character in The Morning Show is one of my favorite characters in the last like decade of it in anything, movies or TV. Shit. It's a big sell. Big sell. If you have not started it, definitely get into it, especially you, but everybody. Okay. Um, Any other Golden Globes? Paul Walter Hauser, well-deserved. Love him. Good Paul, in everything. Paul Walker Hauser. <laughs> into a tree. What up, <laughs> Overpass. Sorry. <laughs> What up, Kuh? Um I got uh, Jennifer Coolidge won Best Performance in a Supporting Role by an Actress in a TV show. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. What, a, what an honor this is. That's pretty I good. Fell. I'm drunk. My at tits. At this, <laughs> this award show. She's- uh, I can't even open my eyes. Who was she up there with? <laughs> she was up there with Colin Farrell. I saw a clip of- Are they a duo? They were kind of- It was fun <clears> watching <throat> them bounce off each other. So put them in something. Is uh, she's having a moment? Couple. I like her, but I've said this before. I'm good with her moment ending. How could you say that about the woman who spoke at your high school graduation? I know, right? Gave the speech you think I'd lifetime. have a little more loyalty? I don't remember her speech. Okay, were you fucked up? I was. Fucked up. Are you fucked up? It's a real answer. Like, oh, you're really fucked up. I was on something. I don't. I don't Kid. know. That, that was a weird week for me. <laughs> weird. <laughs> That was a weird time in my life in general. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. I was like, my life was like a, a fucking slow motion car accident for about 18 <laughs> months in that peer, time oh, period. Yeah. I, I got out of like a fucking nightmare relationship. I had like, so 
the whole thing was just uh that whole period was ugh. that reminds me of guillermo del toro's pinocchio <laughs> which won the uh golden globe for best motion picture animated the other day um i uh, don't like his face who, guillermo <laughs> yeah. or pinocchio pinocchio's all right guillermo i'm good guillermo okay. obviously he's very talented I think it's fun. He has that show that we talked about on Netflix, The Cabinet of Curiosities. You watched that one on the show, right? Yeah. That was good. It's a fun, like, uh, anthology type show. Mamma mia. He comes out of the beginning of the episodes and, like, does a little intro, like the guy Mm. used to do in The Twilight Zone. And he's, like, a, you know, chubby... uh, Does he have a list, too? He does have a bit of a list. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of charming. It's Mm. me. Guillermo del Toro. I made Blade 2. Uh, <laughs> did he direct Blade 2? He did. See, I didn't know that. I mean, it's the best Blade movie, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, agreed, yeah. Nothing to Trinity is not great. Correct. Brian yeah. Reynolds got real juiced for that, though. I'm cruising through these other uh, winners, seeing if there's anything worth mentioning. Colin Farrell did win uh, for Banshees of Inishirin. Jeremy Allen White won uh, Best Performance in a TV Series for The Bear, which is coming back for season two in the spring. He's going to yell at more people and stuff's going to get cooked wrong. Yep. Oh. And it'll be dope and And charming. They they don't have any money, but then they do have money. It's like shameless with a kitchen. You don't like it. No, I do. (laughs) This is how I review something I enjoy. That's what it sounds like when Ike loves something. He's like deeply in love with a series. That's no. I thought I thought it was excellent. I watched some of it. It caught me. Yeah, in the middle of it, it was really good. It's very well done. The stupid cousin. Yeah, that guy's like too good. And he's a he's a babe. He's a hunk. Yeah, the main guy. The main guy. Jeremy. He's he's getting some. He's having a moment too, like Jennifer Coolidge. Mm. I think I just don't like people's moments. Yeah, you hate a moment. I'm just so I'm so negative. But like whenever <laughs> it's like I'm the bell of the ball, it just it turns me off and makes me just not like them. You're immediately ready for a new moment. The second <laughs> new you moment. see someone having a moment. I need like somebody who's already awesome to have a moment, like Ryan Gosling, who's like jacked and handsome and sexy and like just <laughs> have him have a moment for twenty seven years and every all the fucking underdogs just get shit on. I think he has been having a mo- his whole life is a moment. Exactly. I, I like guys like Clooney, Brad Pitt, Leo? people that are just Leo. never yeah, Leo's a good example. <laughs> Like those guys who are just, their whole life has been a moment. Yeah. Leo, Leo did the basketball diaries and just never stopped. Leo. Hey, when, when am I going to have another moment? He's... I've had enough of him too. <laughs> shit. What do you mean? I've, I've had like a string of turkeys, the likes of which the world's never see, seen before. Haven't you seen Invincible? Have you ever yeah. been to a Wahlburgers? I have. Yeah. It's shit. It's not good? No. I legit like. I don't like burgers that much. Yeah, especially these. They're, it's been years since I went there, but very underwhelming product, especially for the price point. And it's this is unbiased. Take all my Wahlberg feelings aside. <laughs> this is just like a shitty whatever burger. I can't believe that franchise is like thriving and has like global locations. Like, <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I'm like entering a fugue state. I'm like fucking faint <laughs> just thinking about the success of Wahlburgers. Jesus Christ. What's up, Elvis? Um, Did you see that uh, 50 Cent and Eminem may do a TV show? <laughs> Wait, them starring in it together? Like a, a TV adaptation of 8 Mile, I guess. Oh. How's like, that sound? Like power? 
Yeah, yeah Power, which, saying. which has like a whole universe. Oh, 50 cents here. Hey, and how you doing, man? And it's not the normal 50 hey, cent. I'm a slightly different 50 cent. <laughs> what an interesting oh, twist. Man. What's going on, man? I'm doing the show. I mean, this is crazy. I love your work. I uh, I just got to do another show and uh, <laughs> the producer. He's holding the mic while he's doing pull-ups. Yeah. With it. He's yeah. doing abdomen <laughs> doorway sit-ups. Yeah, Dan, Dan, it sounds like you work out a lot. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do 50. Yeah, you take know? your shirt off. Let me give you a back massage. I drink oh, a lot wow. of vitamin you know water, too. Oh, Holy that's shit. cool. Every time you drink a vitamin water at the gym, I make $4. <laughs> oh, wow. Even oh, if damn. you pay less than that. That's how much I make. <laughs> It's a pretty good turnaround. You know it's a good profit margin. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fifty. Do you realize it's not as uh, easy as it sounds to keep up this impression for uh, a length of time? My, it hurts my face. <laughs> this hold in my mouth like this doesn't feel good at all. Well, I mean, you'd never guess that uh-huh, hearing uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what a natural sounding laugh you just had, Fifty. <laughs> Fifty. You sound pain from the gun wounds. Ooh, yeah. Dan, your origin story. Dan, I'm gonna come up on stage during your show tonight and start <laughs> shooting comedians. Don't do oh, that. Uh, yeah, that's we are a bunch of wanksters. Listen, cur. <laughs> listen, cur. Listen Don't here, cur. None of them watch power. <laughs> yeah, I'm still watching uh, all the yeah. books of power. I'm like, right, I'm out. I'm out. Right, goodbye, Everybody 50. watch power. Subscribe to stars. Yeah, fifty. Insane. Fifty. <laughs> Ang gave up on power. He's not oh. a true fan like me. He's, I did. Uh, yeah. Are you? Are you? You've never seen Power. I've seen an episode or two. Have you really? Well, you put it in? on for me and we're like, check this out. This is the new show. <laughs> Who are you in? Here we go. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't think I know anybody who likes Power except like me and my sister and her husband Stern. That's like the only yeah. people I know who are Power fans. One of my old clients, Sharita, used to watch Power and we would talk about it. But other than that, I think it's pretty much universally disliked. That's by, what Jesse yeah. Smollett was on, right? No, he Ooh. was on Empire. Oh, similar universe though, right? Why? Because it's all black people? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hank? No. <laughs> Hank, when did you get in? I haven't done Hank in weeks. <laughs> have I? I might have done him like, the last time I did Hank, it was so lazy. You've Aren't been, they all 50 you've been keeping cent? Him at bay. I sleepwalked right Properties? Through. They are, yeah. He owns... Not Empire, no. Empire is that show with Terrence Howard on FX. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deal was for a while. testing you. Mm. It did well. I yeah. didn't like it. But that was one of those shows that I felt like was a huge deal, and then it like fell off the face of the earth. It probably got canceled quietly. I don't, I don't know, know that Jesse Smollett getting in all that trouble was good for the just yeah. the mobility of the show in general. Maybe that like fucking shot it down the toilet. Terrence Could Howard help. probably left to do something else. I want to go cry in some other movie. I was going to make that exact <laughs> joke. I cry because in we're everything. predictable. How <laughs> dare you call out the predictability? While I'm still doing this bit. Oh. Um, that guy, Glenn Powell, who plays like the cool dickhead guy in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Is going to be in a new uh, rom-com with Sidney Sweeney, friend wow. of the show. And my wife. Sweeney. <laughs> Sidney, come to my cape house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from Easy A director, Will Gluck. I guess that's luck, luck, luck. I guess Easy A is a notable picture. Fuggin' and gluggin'. Fuggin'. <laughs> um, do they you should, think that'll be good? I mean, they should call it fuggin'. First of all, that's a great idea. Fuggin'. And I mean, Sydney Sweeney and uh, Glenn Powell. They seem like a fun it duo. Stinks, and I don't like it. Seems like a good uh, it couple of the moment. Are they a couple in real life? No, they're just. She got married to, to that random producer guy, right? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who? Just some like schlub. Harvey who... Weinstein, I think <laughs> his name was. <laughs> are, you a, are you a fan? Yeah, I like his work. Mm. Genuinely. Please. I got you this gig on Euphoria. Now just marry me, please. <laughs> was Weinstein like Pulp Fiction? <laughs> he was. He was, right? He was yeah. Tarantino's boy for yeah. like his entire Dan, career. I appreciate you downplaying it. And I don't want to, like, you're in a safe place. So I know you had an experience with Harvey. And if you feel comfortable, you can share it with us here uh -oh. on the air. Where's, you're in a safe place. Where's 50? He knows the deal. Hey, Dan, how are you doing, man? Did you get raped? <laughs> the power. Take the power back. You were doing the weed game show with Harvey Weinstein. And That's right. He just nope. took his mangled cock out behind the stage and just started rubbing it on your shoulder. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you want, pal. <laughs> a lot of work that goes into this. I'll take that for something. You're saying I can get a roll in chocolate, too? <laughs> Whatever it takes, I'm in. Is that Johnny Depp? It was, yes. Did that win every... That won awards, didn't it? That was one of those movies that, like, parents saw in the theater. Hmm. If memory Sickos. serves. I mean, I so. the speaking of movies, the parents see in the theaters, uh, Michael Bay has been charged with killing a pigeon in Italy in 2018 on the set of six underground, that Netflix movie that we covered <clears> in this <throat> program that no one has seen. I liked it. How did he kill I it? it? I mean, I'm trying to find the was thing it an here. explosion. Italian authorities say a homing pigeon was killed during the production of six underground in Rome. There are protected species in Italy, and there are national laws against killing or capturing them. I like that someone's been working on this case for the past five years. I know, right? Be like, we gotta take Michael Bay down for killing this pigeon. Yeah, that's fucking insane. This is, and Michael Bay has denied the incident, saying, "I'm a well-known animal lover and major animal activist. I no animals been harmed on any of my productions in the past 30 years." Including Ambulance, which is now on Amazon Prime. Have you rewatched Ambulance yet? I haven't, but I will at some point. Wait, so was it during, like, was it for real during an explosion of a movie? It must have been. Like, he was probably doing, like, a sweeping drone shot of something exploding in slow mo, and a pigeon got caught in the uh, bumblebee. Who cares? It was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the right answer. Yeah. It's you know, a pigeon. It's, it's a pigeon. Yeah. You know, pigeons uh, were left on, like, left over from uh, the wars. They were bred to be carrier pigeons. And then Makes we sense, yeah. never took care of the population after that. Ooh. And now we treat them like they're pieces of dog shit. <laughs> but they were meant to be domesticated. That's wild. That's why in the producers... Uh, the Hitler Hans Franz character yeah. is all into pigeons. Oh, shit. Huh. I did That's... not know that. Wow. I got a movie thing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm always proud of you when you get one. I got one. That was yeah. a good one. Bullet train, baby. <clears throat> We're in Choo -choo. We're in Dan's film history corner, That's folks. That's right. I don't know Hot new segment. Yep. <sighs> no, but that is interesting. The pigeons are like an anomaly. Yeah. They were created. So pet a pigeon next time you see one, folks. Wow. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> And I like the idea of us like breaking Michael Bay out of prison after he gets like life for killing a pigeon on the set of this piece of shit movie. It, what if they send him to uh, the Rock prison and we have to like get Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery to uh, the Rock? I'm, I'm wearing a Nicolas Cage shirt. Ooh, yeah, you totally is that are. A face off thing. It is. I've never I seen that it. movie. I've only heard things. That's a good one. Is awesome it a good movie? movie? Yeah. 
I try not to be the you gotta watch this or you like do. you haven't seen this guy, but you should watch that. I'm that That's guy all the time. Wow. I was that guy so many times I got sick of it and now I'm trying hmm. not to be that guy. Living with Scotty, I've learned I'm question guy. Yeah, you ask a lot of questions. Uh, yeah. I ask so many questions. I'll come in from a show and he'll be in the middle of a movie or a show and I'm like, what's going on here? No. <laughs> Where are we at during this? I mean, fans of the show will know I'm used to answering questions <laughs> mid-feature. Mm. Mr. Question Man. <laughs> in training for this my entire life. And it's not a problem. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's kind of your on? thing. Yeah. This but, is The uh, Rock score. The Rock. I feel like at some point he'll just make a sequel to The Rock. Like, all bets are off. Someone, nothing's safe anymore. They'll just... Connery's dead. We don't need him. Cage would do it in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, yeah. He has a new Western that just came out on iTunes today. It's like one of the few new things we're thinking about watching. It looks like... That $25 buy. <laughs> I was going to be on site. It just looks bad, folks. It's... It looks bad, yeah. But I mean, Bay's kind of back. I liked Ambulance, we mentioned. I didn't hate Six Underground either. I thought it was fun. I've been having a laugh at this. Uh, Speaking of Michael Bay, John Krasinski, who was in uh, that, what is the one, 13 Hours, about Mm -hmm. the Benghazi thing? That was a Michael Bay movie that John Krasinski's in. Fucking A. But I keep getting this promoted ad of a tweet where this guy says, no, I'm not John Krasinski, but I am teaching the most comprehensive voice acting course on the internet, yada, yada, yada. His whole gimmick is like, I'm a guy who looks like John Krasinski and I'm teaching voice acting. <laughs> Look, He barely looks like... Eh, he looks more like Chuck, the guy who plays Shazam. Yeah, like you would never see this guy without... And organically be like, lie. oh, is that John Krasinski? That, he like, doesn't look like John Krasinski at all. Yeah. and this is just, Send that photo to me. I'll put it on the Instagram. He doesn't not look like John Krasinski. I guess like... You know what I mean? I mean, if... He looks more like John Krasinski than I do, but... <laughs> I just... I almost appreciate like how much of a reach this is. Yeah. And he's got us giving a free advert to him. We're talking about Yeah, what's him, his yeah. name? Uh, Joe Zieja. His voice acting academy. Wow. Like, this is just such a big swing. This guy's like, you know what? I look like John Krasinski, <laughs> and I'm teaching a voice acting school. This is my last shot. Like, who's in? Can Let's you fucking go. I'm not John Krasinski? Yeah. While I've got you here, come to my voice <laughs> acting fucking school. You ever thought about doing a goofy voice on a fucking kid show? I'm going to teach you how to do that, I guess. And I also sort of look like John Krasinski. Yeah. You know Jim from The Office? Him! Yeah. In between doing fun voices, you're going to be like, wow, this this guy kind of <laughs> looks true. like him. Holy shit. <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm sold now. I'm going to sign yeah, up I'm for in. this class. And, and Voice acting. Uh, my friend Nate does that. And he just Ooh. moved to Los Angeles for a little while. He, that's like his, his, he was bartending, but then like making decent dough. And he like did a couple of conventions with voice acting stuff. And I always thought like, that seems like, especially during COVID, I was like, that's the dream. But like the last thing I fucking need is to like work from home, but also not see people. Like I used to live where my gym was when it was at my uncle's building and I would just walk down the hall, but at least seven or eight people would come see me every day. So yeah. it's not like I was working from home, working from home. Mm. Whereas now, like if I was just down here all day, 
using my fucking like microphones to record ads for yeah. people i would lose my mind yeah just talking to yourself repeat it the same thing over and over mm. it would be very like, bad the new duncan don't the new duncan <laughs> do- <laughs> i'm gonna nail this pal i've been there yeah <laughs> you edit yourself over and over and you hate yourself yeah i'm, I'm good no yeah. way i couldn't do it <laughs> don't have it in me you will after we take the course from <laughs> Josie. I didn't say I wasn't going to take the course. <laughs> I just said I don't want to do it professionally. I just want to meet Josie <laughs> Zavago. We were talking about that earlier. That is like the dream gig. Just like showing up in your pajamas, doing a goofy voice. Yeah, it would be. I would like to be the voice on an animated series where I show up like at a studio with that other people cool. on the show and yeah. we do like what we're doing now and make millions of dollars. Yeah. That's cool. But just yeah, to that's... do reads like in your house. Right. In this setup, like you here alone, essentially. Me yeah. down in the fucking children. <laughs> only I'm alone. Even like watching <laughs> movies down here by myself, I'm sort of just like, yep. Yeah, like trying to keep the energy up. Yeah. In between takes, it's just like crushing silence. <laughs> just so you're like, mm, yes. You have no choice but to vote for me because you're There's no doubt. It's terrific, <laughs> fantastic. I want a good Trump impression. That would be good for our voiceover business that we're going to start now. Ooh, yes. As long as we do it together all the time. Yeah, you should do uh-huh. uh, like celebrity lookalike, but you do celebrity calls. Oh, Ooh, shit. We call That's people great. and do like the 50 cent voice, only they pay <laughs> exactly. us for it. Exactly. Yes, yes. We got 50 cent calling in. Yes. Or How's zooming it in. How's it going, man? Oh, yeah. he's back. Everyone's like, That's just some white guy <laughs> gritting his teeth. Yeah, no, that's 50 cent. No, no, no. $700, please. <laughs> Sam, bleep that out. The fans had no idea until that moment. And Sorry. I've seen a thing going on where in trailers they credit someone simply from letterboxd as like the quote uh, you know like praising the oh, movie like, like five stars like what? we love this and that's just like the letterbox symbol and a person's at i really hope that one of my reviews just pops up in uh the trailer for the new like jessica chastain <laughs> biopic i'd be so mad if it was me something <laughs> i did and it wasn't like one because some of my letterbox reviews are very lazy they're mm. just one word literally like cool yeah <laughs> That'd be great if it's like, it's fine. They pick one of my <laughs> shitty ones and throw it up there just because they're just picking. Yeah. I got to get on Letterboxd. Hell yeah. It's uh Review my top two. Yes. Yeah, your stats would be astounding. <laughs> your year in review. In you watched six movies and you thought they were all the greatest movie you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do it, baby. It's the way to be. Um, I have a bunch more stuff here, actually. Did Hit you me. see that the... This is a funny one. The Plaza Hotel in New York City has a Home Alone package where mm. you get like a limo ride around New York to see all the different spots and you get a large pizza and then you get to stay in the room that he stayed in or one like it and then you get a big giant sundae. How the, much? Ooh. I didn't look at the price, but... Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yes. I think it's probably pretty pricey. Name the price. Do you get carted around by uh the sticky bandits it's some random limo driver who probably doesn't speak english and has a bluetooth <laughs> headset in his ear but i'm sure it's still magical does donald trump show up and do his line of dialogue uh, from the second uh, <laughs> fantastic terrific the beat cows um billy eilish's family home was burglarized wow which we, is big news that is i forgot about billy eilish remember that that hit single she had which one like 
the the bad guy that's actually a cut yeah Yeah, that was her big song and then she did like the bond theme and some other stuff and then big and heavy is the song she is she does have big and heavy can you do a billy eilish voice hi is this what i sound like yes i'm the bad guy have you heard the new miley cyrus song no, is it fire? With Dolly yes. Parton. Ooh. Um, speaking of that large, I heard. speaking of large-breasted women, Dolly Parton. It's her whole thing. Dolly. Mm-hmm. What up, girl? Girls love Dolly Parton. They do. They love Dolly Parton because she like pays for colleges and stuff. Oh, oh, she's got a heart of gold. Yeah, stuff like that. that. Dollywood is a whole thing. Yeah, she probably like invites everyone on stage. And is like, hey y'all. Hey y'all. We're gonna do a little duet. It's gonna be lovely. It's gonna be charming. Miley fun. Cyrus is, and and Dolly are both beloved. Yeah, I think in that's equal her measure. Godmother, I think. Ooh, that I didn't know. Yeah, that's makes brand. sense. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Are you queuing up this new track? Let's hear a bit of this. I'm trying to could. find it. Billy Ray Cyrus dates someone from the Miley Cyrus show. Mm? Grooming? Yes. Oh my mm. goodness, Billy Ray. I'm gonna say safe. Safe. <laughs> Yeah, that does seem safe. This is Billie Eilish's, or rather, Miley Cyrus's new single, Flowers. Hmm. It's a slow burn. Give it a chance. I like the new. She always sounds like drunk and like she's having a CA while she's (laughs) she's newly sober, actually. A word. Yeah. Okay. Congrats, Miley. That's big. The yeah, chorus here is real catchy. Wait, she for went it. through that whole like ratchet phase. Mm. She was like pissing in front of everybody. Yeah, and being all like as risque as a pop star. I say be. go back. Yeah. To it. <laughs> More piss, please. Yeah, do weird piss bit with Robin <laughs> Thicke at whatever award show that was at. What was the piss bit again? I can't remember, but I was it, it at like the MTV right. Awards and like Robin Thicke slid underneath her and like. He went everywhere. Fucking. It was a baby. wrecking ball, golden shower situation. Mm. <laughs> it knocked all the piss everywhere. It was, it was a, a ball of piss. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mess. I came in like a wrecking ball of piss. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying Pete Davidson is maybe dating Lana Del Rey. That's the the Pete Davidson. I saw that he was dating his fucking co-host from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So how oh, many relationships him. is he going to swing? I'm He's going to die at some point. Yeah, dude. He's going to be so. a dead guy. <laughs> uh, that's actually not a bad prediction. Because like he's just too all over. He's too elusive. He's too uh, yeah, toxic a of take. a guy. And also he's had too much. He's like lived too much life yeah, too yeah, quickly. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, you know, he's probably on and off again of everything. I'm yeah. sure he's very unwell oh dude i'm fucking crazy (laughs) it's fucked up how fucked up i am i don't think that's actually a bad prediction at all like i could absolutely see him disappearing from the planet (laughs) whoops this sounds right we'll be okay without you pete go ahead (laughs) (laughs) hank would i don't even hate i don't even hate him i'm just tired i'm just sick of it like Hmm. it's just too many i don't know at this point it's just like i don't want him you just gotta add it to the list it's just like wow look look at what he's up to this time in our history of things an SNL cast member who ri- rose quickly has not died recently. That's true. That type of story hasn't happened in a while. Hey. And if it were to happen to anyone, it'd <laughs> yeah. be him. He could be mm. that for a new generation. <laughs> Everybody needs one. He's our Chris Farley. Yeah. Fuck. R.I.P. No, 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 no. I hate my father. Hmm. I hate my life. But I feel great, man. 
The Passion of the Christ sequel reportedly begins filming this spring. Mm. Mel Gibson is evidently actually making a sequel to The Passion of the Christ. He's bad. Which Where is, the fuck is he, you fucking <laughs> Which is literally a Family Guy joke from like... 18 years ago that's now just like reality i was think i thought i had the mel gibson dishonest cunt clip and i played a different cunt and it distracted me i apologize quite all right i thought i had the the perfect thing i mean i'm just glad that like what could this be about what do you think yeah they don't really say what happened after jesus rose from the cave yeah from mary magdalene opening it or whatever yeah maybe we'll finally get the end of the story yeah find out what happened what did he do in the middle there what's he up to what did he do after that is he around still or maybe it's a prequel oh yeah they could do that what was the prequel to jesus it'll be just jesus like hanging out mary yeah, so Mary, the three wise men. There's definitely more story there. Monty, we're going to need you to do a deep dive on the Bible for us for next week and uh, let us know what the next movie is going to be about. Yeah. Not, I hope he actually does this. Monty, this, seems like something this Monty is would not do. a bit. Yeah, Monty, watch like the latest Kirk Cameron Jesus movie <clears throat> and let us know how fucked up it is. Um, did you see that Adam Rich, the star of Eight is Enough, is dead? Hmm. Lisa Marie Presley is dead, and uh, <laughs> Robbie Knievel, uh, Evil Knievel's son, is dead. What? And Jeff did he Beck die? Dead, which we did already. Did, did Robbie Knievel? Yes, I was. Was, uh, <laughs> Sir? was he, he on a motorcycle? Did he fucking fall down a gorge or something? That I don't know, but I do know the TikTok star Waffler sixty nine is also dead. Uh, and he was only thirty three years old. Jeez, will you prepare me for such announcements? Evil like, Knievel's son hit the. S- and Andy 17th Dick, bus. Andy Dick is not dead. I didn't mean to get your hopes up, Fuck. but he is in trouble for domestic violence, oh. felony domestic violence, and he did not report himself as a sex offender, which is a bad thing. That's, that's bad. That's Andy classic Dick, Andy Dick. Either Pete Davidson and Andy Dick will die yeah. this year. Dan's 2023 prediction? predictions. Do you want me to write that down? I'd love yeah. you to write that down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll put how- it in my notes. Andy Dick was like the Ezra Miller of his time. <laughs> Ezra Miller's like doing that stuff. He really was. That's yeah. actually a, for that's a, new a perfect It's a perfect thing. And I'm glad Andy Dick's still doing it. This is like a reboot where he's like, I can still be a, a weird crazy. guy who does fucked up crazy shit. What about the co-creator of Rick and Morty? Oh, yes. He's canceled. Oh, right. He got in trouble for domestic violence too, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a, like Whoops. one of those headline kind of stories. We don't really know what happened. But it sounds serious based on the... Sounds like it was just a crazy bitch. Am I right, fellas? Oh, word. <laughs> oh, word. <laughs> this, right. is, uh, this is Dank. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm, a new character. I'm Dank. Dan left. Dank is here now. It's and just he's got like some... a bigoted sometimes, version of you. <laughs> sometimes bitches call the police. Am I right, boys? Fuck, Dank is like making some sense. He's sounding cool. I like having a character like this. I can say whatever I want. Yeah. It's shit. Safe. It's safe. Y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, no. Dank's gotta go. <laughs> Dank right. just left. It's great night. to see you, Dank. <laughs> see y'all motherfuckers. Appreciate you. Dank. Okay, Dank. <laughs> Listen, Dank. Take is... a stand together. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot oh about god. this week's top story until this moment. Ben Affleck was in this area working at Dunkin' Donuts. Medford. For a Super Bowl commercial. Medford is a new hotspot for local real estate. It is. Yeah. Very competitive market. Yes, it yes. Is. Did, uh, I lived in Malden for a minute, and it mm, was right there. That's right and, up there, too, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. its proximity to the city is good. The yeah. traffic is 
manageable, I guess. And Sorta. you can get a decent amount of bang for your buck. Is there a new gym in that area that the fans could maybe... In Medford? Oh, I thought you were like leading to the... <laughs> oh, you thought I, I was going to do an ad? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Eric, tell us more. Yeah. No, I was I was being very literal about local Boston real estate. <laughs> so is my, my gym is in... I should open a fucking gym in Medford. It would probably be cheaper. But... Do it over in Chelsea next to Santapio's. Go get a slice and then come burn them all. No, I've never Ooh, been to good. Santapio's. <laughs> it's one of those places I've like driven by it 50 times yeah. and never actually... I went to a place there. across the street from it that like rivals Santarpio's pizza. It's all just mm. fucking pizza to me. Yeah, um, I think pizza is pizza for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Like there's some that are shitty, but like we're getting Frank Pepe's tonight. Oh Frank Pepe's oh. is in my Q zone, Gino's. I did take a big piss at the East Boston <laughs> Burger King a couple weeks ago when hey. I was picking up friend of the show Monty at the airport and I was sitting at the airport lot, the cell phone lot, waiting lot, mm. and I had an enormous piss on deck oh an enormous piss. i was like can i get out of my car and piss and i was like no because there's 30 cars here and they all have people in them who are bored and just looking yeah, around Yeah, but they're all just uber drivers fucking being like get out of here my friend no so i went oh, to shit, that dank came back east boston dank. <laughs> east boston burger king took a gigantic pee mm. it was nice hell yeah i mean do you think ben affleck peed in a duncan cup when he was filming this commercial i, I don't see affleck... why he wouldn't how have. bad do you think that commercial is gonna be it's probably going to be, yeah, it'll probably be. No, nah, it'll be a 10 out of 10. Over or under the. Uh, I bet he's so like fun. Pacquiao one with David Ortiz and all of them. He's such a pro. I bet he like avoids that as much as he can. There'll be a little bit of that. Yeah. Because that's like the whole thing. But. I hope his brother's in it too. Yes. A cameo K from Casey. Casey roaring around. Casey, what are you up to? I need two Corellas and a fucking sweet cold foam Casey, fucking whatever the fuck. Casey gets a, a mop water coffee and then tries to grab <laughs> a police officer's gun out of the holster <laughs> to take his own life. <laughs> Manchester by the Sea on Amazon Prime. Great movie. But also J-Lo was there supporting her man. And they were so close. I was like, I feel foolish not trying to race over there. To just awkwardly to, stand there and be like, oh, you're going to make the town too? To I every, think it would be sick if you did. Every and Medford so, Dunkin' Donuts location until you find them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be driving around all day. Well, I put out a tweet and then I got some uh, responses from people who like went to the one and were like, this is the one. He's here now. And I was like, wow. Oh, you had the, you had the, lo the proper location. I did. I had some intel or, you know. People on I Twitter even, who I don't know you telling me. should have sat across from the Dunkin' Donuts with a sign that said, marry me. <laughs> wow. Incredible I reference wouldn't. to one of the best movies of 2022 that was missing from my top 10. That was in my top 10. Yeah. That was a flawless film. I wonder if Ben has seen it. The Say movie yes. starring his wife and Owen Wilson. One of the most chemistry-free <laughs> couples in film history. I don't know if I've said that before, but Owen Wilson typically lacks romantic chemistry. I love oh, him. Wow. I think he's great. But unless it's like semi-ironic and funny, I, mm. I can't think of a time where he had excellent on-screen chemistry with a female co-star. He works, I mean, him and Rachel McAdams kind of pop in Wedding Crashers. They don't not work. That is true. They, they got a little something. Maybe you motorboat them? Motorboat it just didn't <laughs> seem... The age gap felt weird. It just didn't feel like they were That's on fair. the same planet. I don't know. In general, I know what you mean. Like him and Jennifer Aniston and Marley and me, that's not a... No. They're not... That's He's not great. I love him. But like I see him as, you know, 
a like second lead in a Wes Anderson movie. Wow. Or like Dupree. Dupree. Is that one of my two socks? <laughs> I don't know. I, I love Owen Wilson. I think he's awesome. I just. Huge fan. I'm not. He's not selling me as a romantic man. Yeah. Just Especially doesn't... at this point. That's why that movie was so funny. It's like, you're telling me a, a new movie with <laughs> Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez as romantic interests is coming out. It was just an anomaly. Mm. It was fucked up. That's my word of the night, anomaly. I, feel like I haven't even times. noticed you say it more than once. So. Okay. It's casual. Now the, on the listen back, I certainly will be looking for it. <laughs> yeah. I had a good time listening to us last week. Ooh. Was that a hot app? It was I a hot did, app, 196. Hot app, boys. Hot app. Thanks, kid. Sometimes I, I'm really eager to listen. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like I bombed last night, and I like don't want to hear it. Mm. I mean, that's just part of doing a pod. I think so. It seems like par for the course. I saved myself with that 50 cent stuff. That I'll be. I'll want to hear that regardless. <laughs> And this isn't much of anything. It's just a poster, but that Roadhouse remake starring Jake Gyllenhaal. So fucking sexy in Roadhouse. Uh, send me that, please. Mm, yeah, I really I, like it. I meant to send it to the team to get your thoughts, but like the bar movie. Who's that on? Yeah, like the Swayze. Doug Lyman is yeah redoing the Patrick Swayze. The guy movie. from Entourage. No, that's oh. Doug Ellen. Oh, Doug Lyman is the guy who directed <laughs> Go and Swingers. And, oh, okay. Um, I've seen Swingers. Edge of Tomorrow, Mr. Yeah, and Mrs. Lots Smith. Of stuff. Bunch of good stuff. But yeah, this. For a couple reasons, I'm a little distressed. Conor McGregor as top billing over Jake Gyllenhaal? That seems kind of fucked up. Conor McGregor in a movie? I don't like the idea of him being like the lead of the movie and Jake Gyllenhaal being the sidecar. He's just going to be playing himself. Yeah, being like, oi, I'm fucking... It's me. Yeah. I'm Conor McGregor. <laughs> Who's that for? Like UFC fight fans? I feel like even I UFC guess. people don't... <sighs> I, I don't know. Maybe they're... We've got one know. rule in here. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... Be nice until it's time to not be there nice. It is. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. It's a cool, like, cheeseball 80s I movie. I watched it recently just to get myself fired up. I saw it for the first time recently and was like, I'm probably not going to like this because it'll be too dated, but it was pretty fun. It's awesome. I dug it. <laughs> the guy from uh, What's-His-Face who's dead from happiness. The Did I use the word divorce as the villain? Mm, yes. I can never remember that guy's name. Ben Gazzara. Yep. He's also it. in The Big Lebowski and something else that matters. Jackie Treehorn. <laughs> um, did you watch that show Minx on HBO Max? I did. Did that, it get renewed? Well, There's it, no way. It went through a whole thing. HBO Max is like canceling every show they have. So they canceled it. And even though it had a finished season two, mm. but now stars has swooped in and it's a star show now <laughs> and they're going to air the previously unreleased season two and you will soon be able to watch season one on stars. Weird. It, yeah. That's the show with Jake Johnson and the, he has a porn company in the seventies. Yes. It's about the, yes. Oh, like or a woman starting magazine. Playgirl, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a men's nude magazine. Yes. And like calendar or something. Like, yeah. That's right in the Q zone with um, that new Chippendale show with Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. I watched both of those. They're both solid. Dudes dudes dancing are having a moment. That new Magic yeah. Mike movie's coming mm -hmm. out soon. That's, uh, that's the thing. I enjoy naked men. <laughs> Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> but yeah, it's always weird when a show like switches networks. Mm. 
like goes from HBO to Stars. It's it's fucked up. I don't like it, frankly. That no. sounds like a downgrade. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Stars is where shows go to die. You could get promoted to HBO. That would be cool. Yeah, that's what you want. Instead, Every- they're like they got sent down to the miners with Fifty Cent and all his yeah. fucking Same. dog shit shows. I own half the network. He <laughs> shits all of his stars on Twitter regularly. Is he, really? he had a conflict conflict of interest or something with their. Something with his contract got fucked up and he's like trying to, he keeps posting different like stock tickers of Star's stock plummeting. And he's like, if this drops another five, I'm gonna buy the whole network. (laughs) He's one of my favorite trolls like on the planet. He's hysterical. Yeah, he's a real card. He's a good Instagram follower. He posts like, he's he's like a troll, like you're saying. He's great. But um, I think... Most shows to me that like I guess Southland I kept watching it after it switched networks, but it's it it's almost impossible not to lose all momentum going from a good network to a worse one. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Cougar Town barely survived the switch from ABC to TBS. Although I kept watching. What did I just say? All that? No, you're a big Bill Lawrence guy. It's true. Sam, delete all that. You celebrated his entire catalog. I do. I watched the entire run of Scrubs, folks. Ooh. Just to remind you. To me, that's less weird than Cougar Town. Okay, good. Like Scrubs. You're a Scrubs guy. I love Scrubs. It's a fun show. Zach Braff isn't horrible. Okay, uh, delete all that. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but... so we're gonna go to break, and uh, we'll be right back. Do you, what else do you have? Do you have anything else? I mean, just a couple things. William H Macy has been cast in the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, folks. Why don't you stop making the of the Planet of the Apes movies? From I feel like we've done enough. Same director? No, different director. They're starting like a whole new trilogy. A whole new guy. Where it's just, I think we've done this before. Like, do a different animal. Do like Planet of the. We haven't. But camels. That's, that's funny. Like that's something. Just for it to be apes, it's like we've seen what it would be like for CGI apes to. Mm. I don't know. I need you a new damn animal. Dirty ape. Damn dirty flamingos. Planet of the Flamingos? We'll figure it out. We'll workshop it. Yeah. Planet of the Frogs. Yes, frogs are cool. Um, I think that might be it news-wise. We did the Golden Globes. They were underwhelming and fucked up. Mm. I still need to see some stuff like Tar. I want to see that Cape Blanchett movie Tar that everyone's all crazy about. Do you think I'd be able to make it through it? I mean, maybe. You never know. I feel like I'd be bored, but I'm going to watch it when it's free. Okay. That sounds like you. It'll make me less inclined to shut it if it's free. If I paid for it, I'm going to be like, I'm going to finish this and get a refund. This is frustrating me. Uh, Or shut this rather than finish. We'll take a break and go see. Oh, uh, we could go see Plane. Yeah, we'll go see Plane. (laughs) The new Jerry Butler movie. Might. Just captivating the nation. Uh, We'll be right back then. We'll be right back. Have a go. Hey, everybody. How you doing? We're back. There it is, folks. Nice little delay there. (laughs) How we doing, team? Oh, hey, man. It's all good. That's all My I know. grandson is still dead. Oh goodness! And I'm back, man, on the show. Thank goodness. Opening up the high noon, man. Hmm. Do you drink, Bob? Why did it skip to Jailhouse Rock? I didn't ask for this. Oh. 
Oh, God. Oh, I'm dead, too. Hey, it's me. It's me, Austin Butler. How you doing, Austin? It's me, the king. Uh, I, uh, do you think it's weird that, uh, Lisa Marie is in heaven with, uh, her one true love, Michael Jackson, now? Oh, you're being ignorant. Are things getting crowded up there? I don't, I'm not dead. Is there a love triangle between, I faked uh, my own death to get away with all my pedophilia. Oh, wow, Michael. I'm a rapist. I think everyone is aware of that, Mike. Oh my god. I like the idea of calling him Mike. <laughs> Mike Jackson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had a big laugh on the day Michael Jackson died. Hmm. Like I mean, bellowing. That was like forever ago at this point. He's oh, been so dead for funny. Like 13 years. He's toast. <laughs> he's, in, he's deep in the ground. Do you think he's just bones? Or do you think um, there's, like, any flesh left? How long I, does it take for flesh to, like, fully decompose? I can't really speak to that. <laughs> I, I don't have that information. Is it, like, a couple of weeks or is it, like, two years? I have no concept. Folks, if you know how long it takes for flesh to rot off of a corpse, shoot us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on social media at enoughthepodcast on Instagram. Or podcast enough on twitter.com. Cut. Flesh. Hmm. Just rotting off of his corpse. <laughs> and Do you think ants and like worms like broke through the, the shit wood of his coffin to eat it the skin? I do. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Eat my skin. Cut? Question mark? <laughs> And this, um, this pretty effortlessly brings us to our review of uh, Megan, <laughs> the new killer doll movie that's <laughs> now in theaters. Megan! The Meg. Meg Atkins. <laughs> Is Megan Atkins someone that we know? No, it's not. Did I make that name up? You did. Um, Megan, the new robot killer doll movie that's... Sweeping the nation. It actually made a uh, fortune. Did it really? It's already got a sequel greenlit. What do you think that's all about? People are bored. I think this movie had like a really good marketing campaign. Mm. They did that thing where they like planted people who look like this Megan robot doll at like baseball games. Smile just did that. I know. This is like, I think Bloomhouse did that too. That's like the new okay. thing, and it seems to be working. I'm out. Dumb. Let's just do that with the show. <clears throat> do you feel like just going to sit places with like a, enough banner? I do. It's just you every time. I'll do that. You yeah. with the socks. <clears throat> They're playing like, tomorrow, right? Kid, they fucking better be, or I'm going to be pissed off because I love a match. Weren't you at Fenway like last night Yeah. for a work-related event? Yeah. Mm. I was. I was there with uh, Ben Affleck. We were raising money for Jeremy Renner. Oh, co-star wow. of the town, hoping his leg heals from his snowplow accident. Do you think that Monty would donate his good leg to Jeremy Renner? <laughs> Holy shit. That might be the best idea I've ever oh, heard. Two prostheses. Wow. Monty's already used to it. He doesn't need it. Yeah. Monty, give Jeremy Renner that other leg, Monty. Monty, give that leg to the mayor of Kingstown mm. because he needs to film that second season. But I will say, Megan-wise... This movie, I'm mm. trying to put aside the fact that it like made a fortune. Everyone's going crazy for this movie that I thought was just kind of average. 
Mm. Because no, yeah, just give a real review. It's like it was just another killer doll movie, right? Where this one had like an AI heavy bent, where it's like, geez, maybe we shouldn't make like <laughs> dolls that have, you know, sentient or sentience. Yes, and. This was just like another killer doll movie. I'm surprised that it's getting such a reaction out of everybody because, you know, it was just like another child's play or another, you know, Annabelle, any of these doll movies. This was, uh. Would I like it? I mean, see, it's not bad. It's just like, it was fine. Doesn't sound good either. Yeah, like, I didn't even realize until towards the end of the movie that is PG-13, not rated mm. R. And then the movie, I replayed everything and was like, oh yeah, that was kind of like tame. And, uh, you know, th- they were holding back. I'm surprised this movie's being rewarded for being so whatever. But I did Don't enjoy... Me <laughs> Megan has like a CGI face, but it's played by a real girl, like doing the acting and mm. moving around and everything. Is she something else? <laughs> no, I mean, that's get your mind out of the gutter, Wood. you sicky. But this is I am uh, gross. the seven-year-old girl who played Megan. Sure, I heard sure. was like method on set and like oh. made people call her Megan. And okay. it was just very funny to me the idea of like a girl that age acting like Daniel Day Lewis on the set of yeah, like a who taught her turkey. that? Yeah, like her parents. Hey, listen, you got to stay in character throughout the duration of the shoot because it's really convenient for all the people working amongst you. Mm. I'm sure the wardrobe people loved it. No doubt. And Allison Williams is in this movie as the creator of Megan. Allison Williams, who played Marnie on Girls. Mm. Most famously, uh, Brian Williams, newscaster's daughter. Yes. Let's hear that voice. Uh, yes. <laughs> I haven't done that in so long. I forget you what still he sounds it. like. But she was also I, in. Uh, it's me. Get out the Jordan Peele movie. She was mm. pretty memorable in that. I rewatched Get Out recently, and I gotta say, it's pretty good. Hell of a picture. Mm. And yeah, this. I don't know why she doesn't get a lot of work. She's pretty good and stuff. Allison Williams. I yeah. find that. I think I feel like people don't like her, mm. and it's not her fault that she was very good at playing Marnie and the evil girlfriend didn't get out that like those two happen to be her biggest roles where she's like terrible in both of them mm. that doesn't mean she's terrible as a person yeah maybe she's but just maybe really that good. her unlikability increased i guess i don't know mm. yeah this i don't know it's making a lot of money but I say you can wait for this to pop up on whatever streamer it's going to be on yeah to me that movie felt like it's was just big hulu original level like just wait or rather just wait till it gets to hulu yeah like this is a movie a very average movie that because it had good marketing they're gonna make like a whole universe of megan movies now <laughs> like they're gonna because it was on i think it had a less than 10 million dollar budget and it had an opening weekend of like 40 mil plus so that's all like, it takes that's like crazy money doesn't even have to be a good movie anymore, folks. Just uh, 
yeah. make those numbers work and you get a you get a universe yeah and i don't want to be like entirely <clears throat> negative on like you know this is a quote-unquote original movie that's like okay. doing well we want the movies to succeed at large i'm just surprised this one is doing so well i guess <laughs> weird things are successful i'm always puzzled by what people like right. or don't like i don't know so what have you been watching this so week? That's Megan now in theaters. Yes. I watched the new Chelsea Handler special. Mm. Got some guff from friend of the show, Rion, who said he did not find it funny because she opened with a COVID joke, which I will admit is not my favorite thing either. Especially at this point. If like, right. Like no one wants to hear, even if it's like the best fucking COVID joke imaginable, like the time has passed. The this time, I don't know that there was ever a time. To me, like it never really got me the COVID stuff, and it was everybody had to touch on it, right? Even like Jim Norton came out with a COVID joke on his first thing. I was like, eh. yeah. But anyway, um, I thought it was really funny. Like I liked it a lot, and I am admittedly a Chelsea Handler apologist. A lot of wow. people don't really love her either. I watched every episode or whatever of like her Netflix shows. I watched a. I used to DVR Chelsea lately. Excuse me. Yes, Did that's a say, on that's an on-air reveal. I used to in when I lived in Los Angeles in particular and I had no friends, I would set my DVR to record The Daily Show, Chelsea Lately, and there was something else in there that was just like shows that came on all the time, probably mm. The Soup. Wow. And I would just rip through all three of them. <laughs> I love the idea of someone getting eyes on your DVR and just being like, huh. I can't. I can't with this kid. <laughs> this is outrageous. But Chelsea touches on a lot of funny stuff. Monty and I both enjoyed it based on the fact that she does a lot of bits about not wanting kids and hating kids and then dog stuff, animal lover. She has a whole funny story about a dog she adopted that like did not work out named mm -hmm. Gary. I don't know. It's it's like kind of clean humor. Gary's a funny name for a dog. I agree. He was a Bernese mountain dog that like did not work out for her and she ended up just like giving him to a random person. So that was kind of funny. Mm. It's just like a fun special. It's not like you're not going to be falling out of your seat laughing, but if you like Chelsea, she looks great too. She's been working with this trainer in Los Angeles whose name is Ben Bruno. Mm. I follow him on my fitness account and he's very, very good. And I like his take. Like typically celebrity trainers, they glom on to the fact that they're this fancy pants thing mm. he has a very bare bones gym and it's cool because it almost looks like his garage and he has like chelsea and other pretty like big name celebrities working out there mm. which is kind of the dream i gotta say she's got great jugs huh? chelsea handler yeah she looks good she posts she'll do a lot of posts like of her just flat out topless mm. i remember seeing a picture of her on a horse topless a couple years ago nice and being like wow she's God, yeah. Was it at Fenton's stable and horse ranch? I mean, Where maybe. you're the one that's hung? I'm like, what reference is this? I don't know what you're doing, but it's yes. I think you should leave. The answer is yes. With the horses with the small penises. Oh, yes. That's a great bit. <clears throat> Good call. But hung like a horse. I like the sound of that. Another one who's like easy to hate. I feel like everyone shits on her. Right. I, I don't mind her either. She's, She's like a, the nickelback of female stand-up comedians. Like it's just a, it's easy to pile on. Yeah. She was. It's. It, it, she did the same thing that Amy Schumer did. She got hot and then like hot career-wise, hot and then just mm. rolled with it and did as much as she could really fast. And like her series, I think she had two separate docu series on a, on Netflix mm. of her like going around doing stuff. And oh yeah, she did. I remember that. Both of them were kind of middling, and 
not that interesting, but it's just like she just did thing after thing. And it's we we often forget that as we sit behind a microphone shitting on various projects that like people are doing this for their their work mm. and they're trying to fucking make money. Yeah. And like bills exist. And even if you're a celebrity, they probably have $15,000 more per month than we do, but also the fact that they're covering however many people have glommed onto them as they rose to the top. Yeah. And like they make bad shows, some of these things, like when Netflix comes to these people and they're like, yeah, we'll just record you doing whatever and that'll be the show. Sometimes they're not great, but like who could say no to such an offer? Right. And they're like, you could basically just like do whatever you're going to do and we'll just record it and we'll try to make a show out of it. Right. I'd say yes. Show me a celebrity besides maybe a Daniel Day-Lewis or a Joaquin Phoenix who just says, no, I'm not going to do that project. Like I'm above that. I don't care about the fucking money. And you know, Joaquin Phoenix is married to one of the Mara sisters who are like mm. descendants of football billionaires. Yes. So like he's set for life, even if he blows his brains out tomorrow. Mm. Whereas, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis does a movie every seven years and they're all home runs. Yeah. I get it. But if I were in this business, I'd probably be more inclined to say yes to anything Netflix ever greenlit ever. Mm. Just completely sell out and watch the checks roll in. Well, yeah, when you're like in their position, it's cool because they can say no to, they can right. get stuff made because they're Oscar winners, big deals. People want to work with them. So they get to like That's choose. A good, Must, good perspective too, right? It's nice to be able to like pick and choose. Mm. And yeah, Joaquin, that trailer for that new Ari Aster movie looks really cool. I'm actually excited about it. I'm back in, I'm, I'm now saying name change or no name change. Bo is afraid. Disappointment Boulevard was a great name, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm in. I'm not going to watch the trailer. I want to go in totally blind. I'll just say one thing. It looks like <clears throat> something different from him. It doesn't look like a horror movie. It looks like a very weird, like fucked up comedy kind of a deal almost those are my favorite kind yeah like it looks it looks it's giving todd salons <laughs> it kind of reminded me of uh a serious man it oh. looks like that a little bit in a good way i love that movie big fan One of michael stuhlberg friend of the show that's in my top three Ooh. it goes <sighs> honestly i know lebowski's number one mm. I can't come up with my next two. Is it like... Coen Brothers are one of those... They just have too many good ones. Too many good ones. Then you remember like, oh yeah, Fargo. Oh yeah, No Country. Oh yeah, True Grit. I feel like I should say No Country for number two. That's got to be up there. It's I a think perfect it's number movie. two. It's got all the stuff you need. I like Burn After Reading a that's lot. That's a good one. That's Watched one that the, like a week ago. That's one of their fun, like wackier ones. Yeah. They're all good. They're all I'm, good. I'm like just We're sipping through all of them. Like, what else is good? <laughs> um, what else did you watch this week? Anything? I watched a couple of other things. I got to say, I've been randomly re-watching Mad Men starting in season two. Mm. I don't even know how this started. I just like... How deep into it are you? I watched, I've watched like five episodes from season two. Okay. The show is real good. It's chewing up your prime movie viewing t time though. It is. I know. I feel I felt dumb because I was like I'm so behind. There's so much stuff I need to watch. And I was just cruising through Mad Men's, <laughs> a show that's been off the air for like 11 years that I've seen the entirety of. I don't know. Mad Men is so old. I can remember a 
one of the last episodes, I took a picture of the screen at my mom's house when I was visiting for something and watching it with my brother. And I tagged like a photo of all the guys as like you, me, Ed and Joey. And like Ed and I were like still talking to one another at that point. I don't think I've talked to Ed in 10 years at this point. Ed, what up, bud? Ed, we still need you in the group chat. We'd love to have you on the show, even though, you know, I don't even know if you exist anymore. This is my call to Ed. Somebody get in touch with him. Yes. We've been doing your voice for about 20 years, kid. We need you in real, in the flesh. No doubt. Um, but yeah, I also, that reminded me, I remember hearing about Mad Men from your dad <laughs> being like, like this new show's coming out. It's going to be the new Sopranos. Being like, oh, I don't know anything about this. And then it came out and kind of was the new Sopranos. Huh. Yeah, I remember watching the first few with my dad. Yeah, that's a good point. Mad Men's such an old show that I wasn't sober yet when it was out, when it was first out. It, the shows that like came out when I was drunk, Ank, and then the finale was post sobriety is so weird to me. Mm. The like Breaking Bad or like yeah. a few, of, I don't know. The Sopranos finished its run before I got sober, but it's just weird to like have like, because my life is so watermarked by that. Mm. It's odd to like, I can remember the first time I watched Breaking Bad was right after I got arrested for being drunk in public. And I can remember the like the last episode of Breaking Bad. I watched it while living in Los Angeles. Ooh. It was just like the whole arc of that show was through like the most conflicted, confusing period of my time on this planet. So it's, I don't know. I think, I think that's shows like that I hold rather close to the chest, Mad Men being one of them. Yeah. No, that's interesting the yeah. way stuff like that, like... It like anchors stuff yeah. in time in a weird way. I do the same thing with movies or shows or weird stuff. That's how I measure everything. Yeah, pretty it's, much. You can look at it like, oh, was that before? Yeah. It's weird though. It's also weird watching <clears throat> Mad Men, which is a period piece. But at this point it was made mm. long enough ago that like, I don't know, like people watching that in like a hundred years, if people still watch shows, they won't even get that it was like, a show made like 40 years after the period. You know right. what I'm trying to say? I'm doing a bad job explaining, but time is just weird. And you're watching like a show set in the 60s, but filmed in the early 2000s. It's just. I'm trying to think of like a good example of a show that's like supposed to be the 60s, but it was filmed in like that 70s show. Yeah. it's just, You could watch that 70s show now and just not. Not even now, maybe 10, 15 years from now, if you've never, if you were not alive in the 70s or the 90s, you could watch it and just be confused. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. And and Mad Men still works outside of the like, wow, like look at how different stuff was. It's still just a good drama with good characters. Plus, John Hamm has a huge cock. That's true. You can just imagine it in there. It's it's like a character in the show. Big boy dangling down his leg. (laughs) Then Roger's there sipping on a drink, like. Saying something cool. I don't think we've ever done an episode where we don't reference John Hamm's dick. Speaking yeah. of which, I got this ruler right here, this, <laughs> this this measuring tape. Yeah, you're ready for him to stroll down into the chill zone. John, buddy. John, I, buddy. I got this ruler. I'm going to measure your penis. Goes all the way up to six feet, my friend. And speaking of measuring penises, do you have anything in the sports corner this week? I know we're in reviews and this is unorthodox, um, but. Let's see. I feel like something happened in the sports world. It just must. All right, men. Wow. We're in reviews, but get them out. Okay, it's out. 
thinking about. I don't have any stories, but I have my computer here. I'm going to type in sports. Okay. All right. CBS Sports. The Buccaneers shocked the Cowboys in a wild card round. The NFL playoffs are here. That's it. They're, They're here. Okay. Get ready to watch them, men. I mean, I'm trying not to lose my boner, but it's... Keep it hard. Okay. All right, All right the that's, song's doing the Stay books. tuned for more sports and other stuff that guys like, and hang in there and keep them out. Guys oh, yeah. stuff. Okay, I got a boner again. Get man cave, uh, beer. Oh, shit, uh, wow. Boobs. Oh, fuck, I just came. Hot dogs. Oh, wow. Golf. Guy stuff. <laughs> Whew. Wow. I love how you always act like you like just got off the elliptical when the sports <laughs> corner finishes. It's basically the same thing. I agree. It gets your heart rate right up. <laughs> um, I also watched this week a movie with Lil Rel Howard called Bromates. Oof. On, I believe it was a Hulu original. And, and it sounds, wowza. sounds like a Hulu rage. It was so bad. Just that title, Bromates, and the cover is like four guys like looking like, hey, like we're looking for a party. Friend we're- of the show, Josh Brenner, or whatever, the, the nerdy kid who played Big Head on uh, Silicon Valley. Oof. It was those two as a duo, Oof. and they both get dumped at the same time, and they decide to move in together, but... Being roommates is lame, so they decide to go by bro mates. How? Wait, are they supposed to like be in college? Is no, that... they're grown men. They're in their late thirties. Oh, okay. The just the bro mates. I was getting like a uh, like a dorm vibe. From You'd the think, circuit. right? Yeah, it's not. I can imagine like an executive at whatever company made this being like, "We gotta call it bro mates." They probably had like a normal title. In a normal movie, and then they're like, we got to call it Bromates and give it this hacky, Days to Confuse-like cover. Lil Rel Howard, <laughs> Howard has his moments. I, I don't even dislike him. But this is, let's just listen to this summary. Longtime best friends Sid and Jonesy are oh. dumped by their respective girlfriends. Both without a living situation, they decide to become Bromates bros who are roommates oh my god they explained which it. puts their relationship to the ultimate test from director court crandall of <laughs> literally nothing fame You're the funniest me- part about this movie real quick is they credited court crandall with being one of the creators quote unquote of old school because he was a part of like an eight man writer team back in 03 when old school came out oh and then they also said, and Snoop Dogg is also starring in the end of this movie in a typical, like, how y'all doing? What's crack lacking? And he, like, does two hours on set for a million dollars kind of day. I'm going to show up, say a but line about They gave weed. Snoop Dogg an executive producer credit and tried to, like, pretend like he was at the helm of this movie. I think this was probably Snoop Dogg's passion project that he shepherded from inception mm. to final project. Yeah, he just did this in between takes of his like martha stewart friendly cooking show oh we're a duo how you doing martha this is i can't believe bromates exists and then it you does. watched all of it you entired this correct? i did all of it lucy was away i had nothing it's just <laughs> like i don't even have anyone to talk to right now i'm just gonna rip through bromates <laughs> might be the saddest thing i've ever heard it's a sad it. day. It was really bad, though. I, I gave it, I think, a half out of five, half star. <laughs> one half of one star. One half. Yeah, I mean, 
That sounds about right. Folks, Surprise, motherfucker. Don't ever watch Bromades. Please don't. It's so bad. Yuck. Um, and that's all I've watched beyond like I watched another movie called Candyland that was so dumb. It wasn't it's not even worth giving a negative review. It's like right in the pocket of not good enough mm. to enjoy, but not bad enough to have fun shitting on. Embarrassing. That sweet spot of nothingness. That's a fucked up area to be in. You know what of. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that two star territory where it's just like, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. But yeah, like it's not even memorable enough nope. to make fun of. It was fine. Yeah, I gave up on Kaleidoscope, that Netflix show. I got like two episodes in. And I, I had was just no like, hope for that, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it would take for one of these shows to grab me at this point. <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm open to the idea of it. I'd love for it to happen. Right. <laughs> just Enemy of the show, Juan Carl Esposito. Uh, yeah. I mean, is anyone ever going to get tired of watching him play the exact same role that he played on Breaking Bad in any number of other projects. I'm, I honestly feel bad for him. I haven't seen someone this like pigeonholed in one exact role for this amount of time, maybe ever. Is he a mysterious man of a few words villain? Yes. Like he is in everything else. Yeah, like super mysterious, like right. brooding, just like... That's the show on Netflix where you can kind of like jump around and pick yes. whatever episode you want. And it has a clever idea where they, you can watch the episodes in any order and like, Ooh. you know, glean different things from it if you watch them in other orders. That's spooky. Although I heard from most people that they start you with the same first episode. They're all by color. I Almost everyone I talked to, they started them with the yellow episode. So I think Netflix is just being a little... As long as you don't start with the black episode. Hmm. <laughs> Buddy. What's the black episode? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that's a bit give up. Baby, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like something cool will come out someday and maybe we'll like it. Folks. Maybe. Oh, I oh. I'm the black episode. Oh, I see Bill Cosby. It's me and my black family. Wow. This is not racist at all. Just yeah. a Cosby impression. I'm surprised that Netflix would uh, cast you, Bill Cosby. In Why is that? The surprise episode of Kaleidoscope. Are you surprised that, that when you take a sip of your drink that everything looks like you're looking into a kaleidoscope? I am, actually. <laughs> all I, the colors and just the swirling in the world. And I found that very unexpected and unwarranted. Oh, Please don't. Take a bit of a sip of that drink, hoops. Bill, go, I won't. Go, go back to my honey wagon and I'll let you look at my jello. Oh, okay. All right, all I'm right. back in. I'm, I'm out of here. Have a good one, All right, man. I'll see you soon. <laughs> bye, bye have, Bill. Have a goo. Oh, you like to have a goo, too? Oh, Bill. Oh, my God. Come back, man. Okay. No, I'm not even doing it. I just wanted to see what you'd say. I was just going to kick everyone out of the chill zone. <laughs> you maniacs. <laughs> oh, boy. On the break, I knocked my Jack Nicholson picture off the wall, and the glass shattered everywhere. It's true. I contemplated uh, a Richie Tenenbaum suicide because of how weak I knew the second half was going to be, given that we just watched like 48 minutes of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, yeah. and neither of us really watched anything this week. Yeah, it was kind of We're doing the week. sports corner in the second half. We're going <laughs> to ruin Monty's week. 
He's back. Also, Scott Pilgrim Wise, it's a hell of a picture. Good movie. And it holds up. Mm. If you've never seen it, it's on Netflix right now. I recommend it highly. You're a big Edgar Wright guy. Um, or I am. I think this might be quietly his best movie. 100% his best movie. Uh, yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that's also a perfect movie. And, and don't I, forget about Run, Fat Boy, Run. That he didn't do. That's just a Simon Pegg movie. That's actually directed by David Schwimmer. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Schwim fan. I knew you'd walk right into that. <laughs> I couldn't. I not. own that movie, I think. That's fucked up. I'm aware. I hope that was like a blockbuster, four for 20. I had my life on it. I don't think I can give it that. I think I got it on its own. Wow. <laughs> That's jaw dropping. I've at least watched all of it. Simon Pegg has one of the most uninspired physiques on the planet. <clears throat> him all thin for the Mission Impossible movies. Good for him. Good for you, Simon. Good for you. Yeah, he'll be in that next one that comes out next summer. Can't fucking wait. It'll probably be the greatest movie ever made. Um, Is that enough? I think that's enough. Okay, cool. And folks, uh, why don't you go ahead and follow us on social media? I'm on... S- I'm at Skip Seasoned mm. on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, rise at Ank underscore fit. Yep. And you and, can check uh, out ankfit.com mm-hmm. for uh, any of your gym exercise needs. Yep. And um, I'm also at Mike at Benefix.org if you want to reach out to me there. I think um, I just might. Cool. I might invite that person to go see Avatar The Way of Water in the theater for a third time. See if he'll oblige me. Safe. In. Folks, that's enough. Have a goo? Hey, have a goo. Gustavo. Stop it. <laughs>